sitting there now. It's just sitting there waiting to be taken. So why don't you feel good about it? Because you know you don't. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates, where you found this. The Islanders lost to the Capitals 5-2. to two. Not particularly well-timed on their part. The Panthers lost in overtime to the Maple Leafs. Not particularly well-timed on their part, but all absolutely blissful in the eyes of the idle Penguins, who now are back in the very much welcome position of controlling their own fate. Panthers' record now has them at 92 points. The Islanders are now at 91 points, and the Penguins at 90. But the Penguins have a game in hand on both of those teams, and that game in hand, if you want to look at it that way, comes tonight at PPG Paints Arena against the Blackhawks, who stink, who played last night, who got beat last night, who've won once, in their past 12 games, who have no goaltending, not really much of anything. And I know this is all cringeworthy stuff for people who believe in jinxes and think that the Penguins are, for whatever reason, going to be listening to this podcast on the way to the rink for the skate. It's not on me. It's not on you. It's on them. They've got to beat one of the worst teams in hockey. And you know what they got to do on Thursday in Columbus in turn? They got to beat another one of the worst teams in hockey with even worse goaltending and worse injury issues. And both of these teams are, I was going to say openly, it's close to openly, but actively tanking in the truest sense of the term because if one of them finishes ahead of the other, they lose a 12% chance at securing the number one overall pick in the coming draft, which everyone expects is going to be young Connor Bedard. That's what's on the line here. Not for them. I don't care about them. That's what's on the line for your mercurial penguins. That's what's going to be facing them as they take the ice tonight for what in every way, shape, and form amounts to one of the biggest games, one of the most momentous occasions of the Sidney Crosby, Yevgeny Malkin, Chris Letang era. And it's going to feel like a typical Tuesday night stinker. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing you could say or do to coerce the people who will be in this building with me tonight to act as if they're witnessing a Game 7. It's going to be dead. And not because people don't get it, not because Pittsburgh fans are lousy or whatever. It's just impossible to manufacture it. You're going to see who that other team is. You're going to know what the result should be. So it won't feel at all like a playoff game. But the leaders in that locker room 
chiefly Sid, but obviously a whole lot of other guys, are going to have to amp that team up to a playoff level. To their credit, and I haven't been giving it out a whole lot lately, they did pull that off against the Wild and then over the weekend in Detroit. Good for them. Two more. Two more. This has now been gifted to them, meaning the control. This is now right there for them to be had. And who knows, if they win both of these games, and for whatever reason, the Panthers blow another point, the Penguins then move into the number 7 seed, and they avoid the Bruins in the first round. I don't know about you, but I'd pretty much rather see the Penguins face anyone other than Boston, but especially if they can line up against the Hurricanes. That's not to say they'd be the favorite. They wouldn't. But the Hurricanes are a flawed team with significant injuries, and still, still, after all these years, they haven't gotten the memo that you need great goaltending to advance. The Penguins would have the very real possibility of an upset against Carolina way more than they would, or anyone would right now, against Boston. So it's there. It's sitting there. Who, other than Jason Zucker, is going to go after it with full gusto? You know? Is it crazy that I'm still asking these questions? Is it crazy that you're still listening to them? That you're thinking them yourself, possibly? But that's what this has come to. That's what this has come to after 80 games of this. You have no idea what to expect from these guys. They could wipe out the Hawks tonight. By seven goals. And you're still going to go into Thursday night holding your breath. But hey, I will say this much. The Penguins obviously can't take any credit for anything that occurred last night in either of those other two games. But the one thing that they have exhibited consistently, and yes, there is something they've done consistently over the course of this long and very strange season, is that when their backs are really against the wall. They have responded. I don't know what that says about them exactly. I believe that there's a an undercurrent within this team where they think that they're really, really great. And as a result, they don't necessarily do the little and dirty and necessary things to be that. But here we are. Here we are. Right there right on the line and the tip of their nose is still showing above the level of water when we come back j1q today's j1q comes from kevin matlack and it's a really good one DK, does this battle to make the playoffs help or hurt the Penguins if they indeed do get in? On the plus side, they won't have to find another gear, but on the flip side, they'll have spent whatever they have left in the tank simply making the tournament. Kevin, in a normal setting regarding a normal hockey team, I've got these answers lined up for you like this. Yes, of course, you want momentum going in. Uh, It makes a big difference. Uh, You want to be that team that's already playing playoff hockey and everything. And that's what all of them will tell you. And that's what all of their alumni will tell you. And that's what people around the sport will tell you. But what I've got for you is that I'm starting to see some of 
the latter thing that you described. Uh, Sid had a great goal the other day in Detroit, but Sid is slowing a little bit. Okay, Sid hasn't been at his best for a couple weeks, and you can be damn sure that's not a lack of passion or effort. Gino hasn't been as effective as he'd been before that. I think these guys are putting in above and beyond right now, meaning the main guys. And the only one of them who's not going to be affected by that sort of thing is Chris Letang, but that's only because he's not human. The rest of them are when it comes to endurance and stamina. And I think it is a real issue. I'm not going to make any kind of forecast as to what it would mean against Boston because I'm going to sound stupid doing that. Bruins have 63 wins. Okay, everyone is going into that. Anybody, anybody entering any matchup with Boston at any point in the playoffs is entering with an overwhelming underdog status in every facet. So I'm not going to say that the Penguins would get tired and then lose to the Bruins because they're tired. Just lose to the Bruins. But I think against the Hurricanes, a team that obviously gave the Penguins a lot of trouble over the course of the season, winning all three matchups and doing so really by skating circles around them. That's a problem. That's a problem. And that's something that we would talk about if and when it actually comes to pass. We don't know that yet. I'm heading to the arena tonight. I'll be writing a column about the game for DK Pittsburgh Sports, and I'll be back here with another one of these tomorrow morning.